Welcome to Injury Prevention Podcast. My name is Rod McClure. I am the editor of the BMJ journal Injury Prevention and Dean of the Faculty of Medicine and Health at the University of New England, Australia. Each month I chat with a distinguished researcher or practitioner and together we explore the narrative of their injury prevention career. I ask each guest to choose three scientific journal articles that have helped shape their thinking or illustrate their contribution. And with these papers, we tell a story. My guest today is Professor Rashid Salmi. Rashid trained in medicine in Lyon, France, and epidemiology at McGill University in Montreal, Canada. He then worked at the Centers for Disease Control, the USA. Rashid is currently Professor of Public Health at the University of Bordeaux, France. He conducts his research at INSERM, and he undertakes work in child abuse, head injury outcomes, and knowledge translation to support clinical and public health decision-making. Rashid also heads the Evaluation Methods Unit at Bordeaux University Hospital. Hello, Rashid. Hello, Rod. Hello, everybody. Perhaps we could start by you telling us a little about INSERM and how you came to work there. Well, INSERM is the National Institute for Health and Medical Research in France. It's a national body and uh, it actually is organized as local research unit with regular accreditation of uh, teams. And so we have in Bordeaux a large uh, research uh, center uh, around uh, population health, epidemiology, biostatistics and other disciplines. And within that center, uh, we created uh, 12 years ago, a small team around injury epidemiology and prevention. So Rashid, why did you create a team specifically for injury prevention at that stage? Well, um, I think uh, because injury prevention is uh, unfortunately under-recognized as a research for topic and for prevention, Although uh, we have made a lot of progress in uh, uh, countries uh, such as France, uh, uh, we still are very behind uh, many countries in terms of promoting this kind of of research. I noticed that the first paper you've chosen was published in 1970, which is quite some time ago, and uh, was wondering why you felt that particular paper was important to you. You could perhaps talk a little bit both about the paper's content, but also about how it impacted your career choices. Okay, the paper you were referring to um, is titled On the Escape of Tigers, an Ecological Note. It was published in the American Journal of Public Health, as you said, in 1970. In 1970, I was still at secondary school. This is not when I heard about that paper. The paper was an editorial in the American Journal of Public Health, signed by Bill Hayden. And I've been fortunate to know Bill uh, Hayden a few years uh, later when I was training at McGill. I went to the summer school in uh, Minneapolis uh, and attended uh, the course around injury epidemiology and control. And uh, Bill Haddon was one of the uh, faculty there. And uh, this paper uh, was provided to us as background reading. And I think it's a very important paper because it puts the epidemiological perspective into 
thinking about how we can prevent or build countermeasures um, against any kind of injury. And this is where Bill Hadden described his 10 ways of building countermeasures. And that struck me as a very logical, sensible, and useful tool to uh, develop my own uh, research uh, that I was started at the time. Rashid, it always surprises me a little when I talk to people about the history of injury prevention, how recently it seems to have developed. And you're suggesting that this seminal paper by Hatton in 1970 was around the origin of, of our field. You were already taking a course not long after that in injury prevention and control. That must have been one of the few courses available that was specifically focusing on what was really at that time a very new developing field. Yes, indeed. Uh, and the course I took was in 1984. And just two years after that, I was fortunate to uh, be hired at Centers for Disease Control, where they just started the division of injury control. Uh, it was not even a center as it is now. So it tells you that's really the focus on injury prevention uh, as a public health matter is quite recent. And it was in 1985, you had published a paper, I think that you've chosen as your second paper, which must have been soon after you took up your position at the CDC. Actually, it was just before that. And it's a fun paper. I, I, I love that paper too, because I, it made me uh, work on a very interesting uh, topic. And actually, um, Bruce Brown, who is the first author of that paper titled Motor Vehicle Related Injury on the Bridges, between Montreal and the south shore of the St. Lawrence River from 1978 to 1982, had taken the course with Bill Hadden just uh, one year before I did. And he was, uh, at that time, a family practice uh, physician uh, and moved to the south shore of the St. Lawrence River. And his patient started telling him that uh, the bridge, the uh, Jacques Cartier Bridge, very famous for its architecture, was really clearly Pont de la Mort, we say in French, the death bridge. And he discussed that with Bill Hadden when he was training for injury epidemiology. And he decided he would do a study. At that time, I was looking for a topic to do my research for my master's degree at McGill. And we started applying epidemiological methods to assess whether, yes or no, Jacques Cartier Bridge was uh, the death bridge. And we demonstrated that indeed it was a very risky bridge. And one year later, I attended the course in Minneapolis and I presented the results of our work. So it was really a very enjoyable experience, both scientifically public health-wise, and uh, through the people I got to meet around this uh, study. There's something really exciting, isn't there, representing your first uh, early years of research in public? Yes, indeed. And actually, uh, a few months later, I presented the paper in a conference in Atlanta. And it is when the people from CDC came to me and said, why don't you come and work with me? So it was a really an opportunity of a lifetime. 
you've come from a background in medical, as a medical physician. How did you find the transition from understanding risk factors in the traditional behavioural risk factor notion or concept to studying the issues of a bridge and the risks and the dangers that a bridge might cause? Was that a difficult transition? Well, not that difficult because, uh, again, thanks to Bill Hadden, there was a, a, a body of literature saying that accidents, as uh, we call them, we call them in French too, although we prefer injury, as you know, uh, cannot be understood if you don't look at all the factors. And the factors include behavioral factors or individual factors and uh, factors around the source of energy and environment. And Bill Hadden, through his matrix, I could have picked uh, one of his paper on that, uh, demonstrated that uh, looking only with a medical perspective or only at what facet of um, injury was not an appropriate way to uh, target uh, uh, countermeasures and interventions. And you bring in a couple of interesting points there for me, and that's the the range of potential risk factors across the different dimensions. But there's also the question of the dimensions of prevention being primary, um, acute care, and then outcomes of injury and the various places in that continuum that you can intervene. Your research covers some outcomes of head injuries, I understand. Yes, indeed. And you've chosen a third paper, which is more recent than the earlier ones you've been talking about. Would you like to explain why you chose this paper? I think I was fortunate to meet a very nice person who drove my attention to the problem of pediatric abusive head trauma. In the team here, we already were doing some work about uh, outcomes of mild head trauma in adults and uh, looking, uh, for instance, at the specificity of what is called post-concussion syndrome, which we demonstrated was not that specific to uh, head trauma. And the person I was referring to is uh, Marion Bayash. She's a pediatrician that came to us in the, uh, the School of Public Health and said, I want to train in epidemiology and my main topic I'm interested in is child abuse. Marion is working at the University Hospital Pediatric Emergency Room, so she's confronted in her practice to that. And uh, we started looking together at a key issue which appears in the literature about how can we detect as early as possible children victims of pediatric abusive head trauma before uh, the fact that they are shaken violently takes them to the emergency room or unfortunately sometimes to the morgue. And so we started looking at this issue and that was the topic of her PhD uh, that I uh, directed. And the paper I chose published in the Journal of Neurotrauma and is titled Simulation of the Impact of Programs for Prevention and Screening of Pediatric Abusive Head Trauma um, is a simulation of what could be the impact of various programs for preventing or screening pediatric abusive head trauma. So you've moved uh, there into a really interesting area of intervention and simulating 
potential benefits from the interventions. Could you talk a, a very briefly, perhaps, about the range of methodologies that you've used over your career? And uh, any conjecture, perhaps, about where we need to be focusing some of our scientific efforts now? Well, um, I've used a variety of epidemiological approaches. I think I've tried uh, case control studies, cohort studies. I've uh, been involved uh, in using uh, crossover studies. More and more, I'm using uh, uh, large data sets, available data sets from uh, health insurance, for instance, to uh, derive data that we can use with such designs. I've been using uh, uh, Markov models simulating uh, the impact of uh, of interventions, um, and where I've been also involved in randomized control trial. My um, my perspective now is that more and more, following what we said about Bill Haddon and his metrics, we should try to design methods that help us integrate different, very different kind of factors, human factors, environmental factors, and try to do really mixed methods using engineering approaches, um, psychometric approaches, and of course, integrating that into sound epidemiological design. That's a huge challenge, but that's a very exciting challenge for an epidemiologist and public health professional. Rashid, that's a wonderful summary of, of a field that I think we could probably leave the conversation here. I would just like to point out that uh, Rashid is one of the associate editors of the journal Injury Prevention. Thank you very much, Rashid. We are really fortunate, you know, to have a very exciting field. And uh, as I said, you know, I've been personally very fortunate to meet many challenging people. And being a part of injury prevention is part of it. Thanks. This is a, an expansive first conversation of a series that we will be continuing on a monthly basis. On the first Thursday of each month, you'll be able to check back into IP podcasts. Remember to log in to the journal's homepage at ip.bmj.com for the latest research in the injury prevention field at any time. Mm-hmm.